0: Welcome back to Are You a Fan, where we explore individual characters from your favorite sci-fi, action, and fantasy genres. A big thank you to Moonbound Productions for supporting today's episode. If you would like to express your support, please like and share the show. Here's your hosts, Dick Rail and Joker. I got a question for you, Joker, and the audience. If our world was about to implode and completely be destroyed, and you could pick any fantasy world to be put into, what would you pick?
1: Personally, I would go to Star Wars. I mean, I feel like that was a question for me, you should have already
0: known. I kind of <laughs> have a feeling, but you know, let's see what some of the fans would choose. I personally, I actually don't know. I can I see feel you like, in the Marvel. Yeah, Marvel. I think it would depend on whether I got powers or not.
1: Okay. I can still see you going to Marvel. True. Uh, as the nerd you are over DC. <laughs> True, which, yeah, which Marvel. Which is ironic since we're talking about a DC character today. <laughs>
0: We were talking about Static today, who uh, had a show called Static Shock, which made it very confusing to do any of the research on this character, because apparently they were very adamant about the name change. So the character was created uh, by Milestone Comics founders Dwayne McDuffie, uh, Dennis Cohen, and Michael Davis, and also uh, Derek T. Dingle. Okay, uh, Stack first appeared. Uh, appearance was made in Static No. 1, June 1993, in the modern age of comic books. Written by McDuffie, Robert L. Washington III, and illustrated by John Paul Leon. Now, interesting thing about this uh, Milestone Comics, I found, is it was actually a completely separate comic book entity that was. It's kind of like, um, you know, Disney still, like, Fox exists, but Disney oh, yeah. still owns them. That was Milestone Comics. Milestone Comics was its own thing, but was, DC Comics owned them.
1: Well, they published, for, published them. for them. Or published for them. I don't think they actually owned them, but they did the publishing for them.
0: Okay, that that makes sense. Right, but, um, yeah, no. It's, ah, I just thought it was, this is like, what, our, third one, our second or third one that came from technically a different comic book? Comic book company. Yeah, about
1: half of them, I think, in the end, end up actually that way. Anyways, true. Yeah, of the characters we've done, it's at least the second
0: for sure that I know of. Yeah, because uh, we had, um, yeah, we had the question. Now, now, static.
1: So after the closing of Milestone Comics, Static was incorporated into the main DC universe through some very interesting storyline that we kind of get into
0: later. Character drew much inspiration was in fact designed. Uh, uh, to represent the modern era Spider-Man archetype, actually, I think I did write it down in here. He was originally supposed to be a Marvel character.
1: Yeah, you have a little bit further down that he was originally developed for Marvel.
0: Yep, it was originally developed for Marvel, which is also kind of why, like, yeah, he is heavily influenced by Spider-Man as far as the yeah. personality type.
1: I say, but the thing is, whenever they do the teenage hero, they're they all are fall under the Spider-Man archetype.
0: Very whereas true. Whereas they're
1: still trying to be in school and getting overwhelmed. Because Batman Beyond was very similar.
0: Batman Beyond, true in that. But this one, I feel as though static, even with like some of the um, subject material that they cover. I felt as though they definitely heavily influenced by Spider-Man with the way he you know, uses his quips. Also, total nerd. Oh, I, yeah. Straight up making Lord of the Rings references while fighting Justice League. Which I appreciate as a nerd, <laughs> definitely. Character was also meant to be a role model for black teenagers and tends to not uh, tends to not shy away from tough topics, as we were discussing. They've, uh, yeah, uh, as far as which I think is a good thing because comics have never most comics don't really shy away from taboo topics or issues and stuff. And that, uh, the show actually did a good representation. I feel of the comic, uh, by covering gun violence, covering the gang violence, and also even covering racial injustice throughout the, com- throughout the comics run,
1: which is nice with comics. Cause they have the ability to do that. And there's a lot less censorship in comics for that kind of stuff than there's in like TV.
0: And it's also an, e- a good way to, uh, like, say you are a kid growing up in a rough, far town, and that like just to pick up a comic and see, like, oh, he's this hero of mine. He's making it. He's yep. he, he shows me that there's better way out there.
1: Which uh, is always great, and it's good to have those.
0: Representation and is quite important. It doesn't always have to do with race. It just could be somebody in a shit situation that you're in and show them, you know, making it out. Just give you hope. Oh, we got really somber, uh, somber all of a sudden in this episode. <laughs> Went from a prankster god to, hey, inner city crime's a thing, people. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's what happens when we go from, you know, one character to the next. <laughs> very we change true. very dramatically.
0: They kind of do. I don't think we've had a nice progressive change yet. Okay. Uh, originally developed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There yeah. it is. Originally developed by Marvel Comics. Like I swore I put it in here somewhere. (laughs) Yep, you you just tried to jump ahead. You do that. I I do that a lot, and it has got me in some trouble in life. (laughs) Sir, why why is your car upside down? Well, you see, there was the exit up there, but I saw this ramp, and the fucking IHOP is right there, sir. And you thought you could make it? I, as far as I can tell, I did make it. Landing was a little iffy, though. <laughs> okay. Static <laughs> civilian identity. Uh, Virgil Hawkins was named after Virgil D. Hawkins, a black man who was denied entrance to the University of Florida Law School due to his race in 1949. And if I'm not mistaken, that guy actually did go on to, um, I think, work for NASA, But I'm not mistaken. I didn't do much research into the gentleman they based him on, but uh, the little bit that I did, I believe that was the case. So, uh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Very. Uh, I mean. Also, I feel like a big middle finger to the establishment.
1: Oh, and that's exactly why they did it. We yeah. all know it. Oh, that's yeah. That's all it was.
0: As somebody who likes to give the middle finger to the establishment, props, man.
1: Oh, yeah. I completely support that decision.
0: <laughs> Same. Same. I'm going to toss the baton over to Joker here to take over some of the in-world stuff, and let's discuss that.
1: So, at the age of 15, he is a resident of the city of Dakota, Um, obviously named Virgil Hawkins, has a, unlike most characters in any comics, he actually has a surviving family, (laughs) which is his dad, uh, Robert, Robert Hawkins, mother, Jean Hawkins, and his sister, Sharon Hawkins. Which, and it's really sad that that's a rarity.
0: It's really fucking sad that that's a rarity. I even kept going. Like, I didn't even put them in there, but he's got, like, uncles and yep. grandparents. Oh, yeah, he has,
1: like, unlike pretty much any hero, he's got a full-on family.
0: Yeah. I think the only thing is, at some point, his mother does die because of gang violence. Because yep. I believe she is a, uh, a EMT. And that's I shoot.
1: don't remember that much. I didn't see anything on that.
0: I believe she was an EMT, and she was working uh, like a riot going on, and that's where it happened. But the fact that he has a fairly intact family is it really is? Does it? What does that say about us as a society or comic book people?
1: Well, it just shows what is the common trope to push someone to be a, a hero. True. Because for the most part, most people to be a hero you have to have some kind of a traumatic experience that wants them to do better for everybody else. Because unfortunately, as a human, most people are concerned with just doing better for themselves.
0: True. God damn it, Dad. <laughs> Why am I not in a bat suit right now? I've lost two fathers. I, that meets the requirement, right? Two parents, does it have to be gender bias well, Some of them,
1: as you see with this guy, is only one parent.
0: Yeah, what the shit? He's actually got... That did surprise me, though, an actual, like... And from what I remember in reading some of the comics and stuff, and the way they portrayed it in the show, it's a loving family, too.
1: Oh, yeah, it's a very normal and kind of that white pickety-fence-styled family. Yeah, which... That Gave a crap about a kid. I mean, except for the sister, but you know, that's sibling.
0: That's sibling stuff. She fucking puts him through the ringer a lot, but you know, that's, that's just sibling. She's honestly nicer than my brother. So that, that's, uh, she gets an A plus in my book. Okay. Um, now let's go into how he gained his powers, uh, gained his powers during a gang fight from an experimental gas, that was used by police to stop the gang fight. The police thought this tear gas had a harmless radioactive marker, but were unaware it was spiked with an experimental mutagen called quantum juice or (laughs) Q-Juice. I'm just... Damn, talk about a faux pas. Well, you know, it's what
1: happens when people mess with your stuff.
0: Oh, shit, like... Now I know, (laughs) how do I word this so I don't offend anybody that can pull me over? Um, If you're a good cop and you're not looking to just murder and you throw this gas out there to disperse a crowd, how mentally would that blow your mind to just see people start mutating or in some cases from what I was reading, literally melting into the bricks around them?
1: From what I remember of the cartoon during this scenario, most of it didn't happen instantly. True. A lot of it happened later on.
0: In the uh, comics, some of it does happen instantly. Uh, Specifically... The people who it doesn't exactly quite mix well with their DNA. Oh,
1: yeah, definitely.
0: So, okay. So, you don't see people mutating their powers, but imagine just, like, watching random people that you just gassed melt down into nothing.
1: Yeah, I'm sure those cops probably had some massive PTSD later on.
0: I'm just, yeah, I'm just saying, like, at that point, I'd be like,
1: Especially when they thought it was just harmless tear gas.
0: Right? Okay, uh, mind if I go into a little bit more detail on how he even ended up there that I just wasn't willing to write because it seemed like a lot to write down. Oh, it was. And that, uh, so Virgil, you know, he's a nerdy kid. He's a, he's totally one of us. Except way smaller. And that's a, you know, definite target for bullies. Anyway, he was being bullied at the school by, um, you know, a resident gang and bully. By and, Francis uh, Stone. What?
1: By Francis Stone.
0: By Francis Stone. There we go. And after, you know, Dealing with all that shit, he gets home, and his mom's telling him, "Like you gotta stand up for yourself. Don't be like your dad, and you know, just taking whatever the man gives you." Which, damn, some harsh words, but ones to live by. Um, he would eventually bump into another gang leader who would give him a gun and tell him, "Hey, want to get uh, back at that Francis Stone guy? Come to this uh, Big Bang me. and that you'll get what you'll get back at him." He ends up going, but he ends up. Throwing the gun in the river, actually. Uh, because, honestly, he's a good kid. Like, you know, he doesn't want to kill anybody. And you know? he just want, doesn't want to be bullied anymore. So he throws the gun in. And that's, lo and behold, when the gas starts.
1: Which also is slightly different from what happened in the cartoon. Because I actually attempted to rewatch it. And then the internet went out at work. Oh. But also, that cartoon is so cartoony, even for its time. Really it's hard to watch. Compared to going back to any of the other superhero cartoons of that time, this
0: one was kind of hard to watch. I mean, uh,
1: it's it's not great.
0: I'll but, I'll have to check it out myself because I remember loving it. Oh yeah, I'm not gonna say it wasn't good.
1: It's was just going back as an adult and having experience watching other stuff that's been made since. Well, it's kind of
0: like rewatching Digimon, pretty much. Honestly,
1: I'd still rather rewatch
0: Digimon. I don't know about that. I rewatched that recently. I'm just like, oh. I'm curious. I'm curious about your assessment. And how
1: I it. mean, I, I'm also going off only the first episode and a half because okay. that's all I could get to
0: before the fucking internet just I, shut.
1: To be honest, I think it was
0: HBO that had a, a shit. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, it differs a bit from uh, the show, but that's
1: in the show. It, he. His mom wasn't around anymore at the time. Mm, yep. He was being bullied at school, so that's still the same. But it was the gang member who helped kind of protect him during school time, too. To where he eventually just pulled, had him meet him somewhere under a bridge. Told him he getting getting too much time in his way. He was giving up too much of his own time protecting Virgil. Where he's like, you know, here, we're going to meet at... This place Or meet us here He didn't tell him Anything else Just that we're Gonna finish We're gonna deal With your Bully problem Tonight Then when he Goes to meet him That's when he Receives the gun And then he Tosses it almost Immediately Because you know That's how his Mother died Yeah So he wants Nothing to do With it
0: Which I remember uh, Even in the comics At some point He does gain An aversion to guns Because of that The mother thing And yeah And the show Did a really good Job of showing how that affected him and his major just, yeah, oh, no yeah. guns. Which, you know, it may be a trope, but it's an accurate one. Because even Batman has that issue with guns. Or at least he did when we got past the golden age. So, honestly, as far as the show to the from the comic, though, and that fairly accurate maintaining of the storyline. Yeah, <laughs> after he got gassed and a bunch of people melted and some people ran away. A bunch of mech suits showed up to arrest Virgil, amongst others. Amongst others, and that's when Virgil became the notorious Dadek. And uh, yeah, he fried those suits. Total accident, like not in control of his powers at all at this point. Fried the suits and then grabbed a trash can lid and flew on off.
1: Yeah, learning of those new abilities through that he would give himself the moniker static and choose to become a hero to help his community.
0: Which I guess there was a nod to the Justice Friends character in the Stag Shock show when at one point he wears like the blue and yellow, like even having the cowl on with lightning ears. There's, I can see it, yeah. There's a character from the from the Justice Friends era that looks exactly like that. So, yeah, in the the TV show, they gave it kind of a joking nod when he puts it on. His friend's like, no, no, dude. (laughs) Yeah, that Uh, sounds about right. Right? Ah, Nice. I love those little tiny nods. Unfortunately, he wasn't the only one affected by this gas. And his high school bully, Francis Stone, a.k.a. Hot Streak, among others, would gain powers. The explosion from the gang fight would become known as the Big Bang and everyone who gained powers through this would be called Bang Babies.
1: Yeah, they they chose poor phrasing on that. Where (laughs) it makes sense why they called them this, because it was their birth as a uh, superhuman.
0: No, I totally get it, but it does sound like something that a bunch of inner-city kids would come up with for a name. That's That's
1: exactly what it sounds like. Almost
0: what makes it perfect, too.
1: Well, it would if it was the kids in the universe that made it that name. But it was the government in the universe. He was like, oh, no, we're going to call them Bang Babies.
0: At the same time, though, as much as we can make fun of that name, I do kind of love that name.
1: Oh, it's definitely good. It's just
0: for I feel the audience reading it, not necessarily the best. True. It does sound like at some point they're going to start protesting D&D and TV shows. (laughs) Because it sounds like boomers to me. (laughs) okay let's uh let's move or let's talk i don't know francis stone the asshole that that character is
1: (sighs) i mean from what he shows up at least at the beginning of the cartoon like he's just your stereotypical bully yeah he's a jock
0: yeah and even the comics at one point um him and virgil he's actually i think he's one of virgil's first like run-ins as far as like a villain. Oh, he he definitely was. And it totally fucks with Virgil. And that he actually uh yeah, drops the ball majorly when taking him on the first time. Mostly because I mean, I can't get that like you you're fighting crime, you're being a badass and then your childhood nightmare comes at you and you're like Here's my lunch money. Well, but it's not even just
1: that. It's he's also got a more personal want so he's not going to think about how to do things correctly True, he's going to screw up because he's so busy thinking of I want to beat this guy I'm not going to think of how I'm going to do it
0: true true I yeah can't say that any of us if we fought our uh, childhood bully that we'd uh, exactly handle it with the utmost of. oh I know none of us would yeah no no no. (laughs) we've discussed that before Stag would have his uh, secret discovered, however, by his friend uh, Frida, Gorn. Gorin, Gorin? Gorin? I have no idea. Gorn, we're going with Gorn. It sounds like a decent last name. Uh, Who would later also become a love interest?
1: From what I remember reading, between him, her, and Static, they went back and forth between being a couple, not being a couple. At one point, Static was trying to date another girl who, because of his hero. Duties That did not end well, and I guess Frida and her fought over Virgil. It was a lot of, you know, your typical high school drama.
0: Damn. I mean, you kind of expect that, though, going into a comic book based in high school. Oh, yeah. And there's got to be some love drama, love interest. As far as, like, dating, though, I just I feel like if you're a superhero... It is just easier if they know about your identity, but I definitely get that. Like, you can't just let every oh yeah person know about your identity. Well, if you break up and they're a psycho.
1: I mean, that's also why it's just better. That and, you know, like the typical one, like Spider-Man, Batman, you don't let them know because you don't want them to become a target yeah. if people find out about you. True. Like they did with MJ in the original trilogy of Spider-Man.
0: Yep. Uh, yeah, that, that did become a problem. Dating just seems like I—I I don't know. if Dating as a hero is just a bad idea. Yeah, I don't know if I could. I don't. I, if I was a hero, I think I'd either it either have I'd have to go to a normal life, or just say, or just say, fuck it to love in general,
1: or don't be a full-time hero at all.
0: Yeah, I'm because with being a hero, you're either a hero or you're not. This yep. isn't an off day thing. You don't get days off when the city's burning around you. <laughs> this is fine.
1: No, but you can pick and choose. Like you stop fighting the petty crimes and only go after like the bigger villains. True, true. So, doing that, you may not necessarily be full time anymore.
0: Back more onto our actual hero here, going through his love triangle. Uh, gonna delve away from that, I suppose. Uh, He would have a low circulating miniseries, Static Shock, Rebirth of Cool, which would uh, see him essentially retire from being a hero. While enjoying being a civilian again, uh, Frida would get him to uh, begrudgingly admit he sometimes missed being a hero. I'm going to have to check that comic out, though.
1: It seems kind of interesting because it was kind of an older version of Virgil. It was just weird. I'm not
0: used to seeing him old at all.
1: Yeah, no. There's the one episode that we can talk about a little later with his appearances Yeah, that he had, but that's about it.
0: Yeah, I'm not. I'm generally used to seeing a uh, teenage kid being a badass out there. The list of, uh, once again, the list of comics that we need to read just keeps growing for me. Okay.
1: So he would later get convinced by some other heroes to join them in one last battle. After the battle, he would re up his name as static and become a hero again. Though, he would tell Frida that it wouldn't be a full-time like before. So, I don't know how he chose to do that. It was like we talked about doing, you know, no petty crime, just big guys, or...
0: I feel like me if and you, you, just having, picked and me and you having that conversation is us being like, a reasonable person could let go of a certain crime. But every hero movie or comic I've read, where you know they're like, "I'm only gonna focus on these." God forbid that a purse doesn't get snatched right in that in that same comics.
1: Page. Well, of course, but that's comics. They're, they're supposed to do that and mess with the characters like that.
0: <laughs> I know it's just, it's one of those. I'm like, I'm like, I, in a perfect world, our ideas would work. Even just in an average wor- world, our yeah. ideas would work.
1: You gotta remember. The comics are showing a very different world than what we have. True.
0: And also, you know, there has to be plot development. Exactly.
1: So, no, they can't of just, course, it's going to do that to them. Yeah,
0: they can't just stop being a hero. Well,
1: yeah, and the series would end. Exactly. So, in a normal world, I believe that people could let go of most petty crime, like theft, purse stealing.
0: And I fully agree. I, feel, I, I can fully see that. But, yeah, you know, unfortunately... I mean, you know, you never get a happy ending, otherwise the show's over. Exactly. Or you get a real sad ending
1: and that. And the show's still over.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Okay, uh, Stag Shock, along with several other characters, would end up in the DC universe after Death of Darkseid. That kind of ties into, uh, yeah, the question today, because him and several other, I know for a fact him and Icon were two of the big ones that got brought over from that comic
1: book. Yeah, there was a lot of small ones that le- came over with them.
0: But as far as, like, the big ones, the more notable ones, I'd say those two are two of the big ones. That, kind of
1: uh, the only big ones that came from that universe.
0: True. That comic group didn't do as well as they I think they probably should have. What's sad is I guarantee they had awesome comics, too. Oh, well, most likely. Most likely. You hope. Yeah, no, he him coming over into this world back to that back to that crisis event to bring characters over yep. that's how we got the question adam static that's
1: how you get most of them
0: i mean it's an easy way to explain it like why is this character just staying in this universe oh his universe is dead
1: Yep. Honestly, in which after this transference of characters only dharma icon and superman were aware that dakota and its inhabitants even existed in a parallel universe Oh. so as far as everybody else knew they were still in the same place they were before or that other people was just like hey they've always been here nobody really had that ability to make the connection that they didn't exist in this area before
0: oh shit that's some existential shit right there
1: well not if you don't know about it
0: yeah, we need more <laughs> existential stuff don't, don't play your word games with me joker I oh. like your
1: words, Magic Man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that fucks that that concept but fucks. Could you imagine with
1: me. being one of those three people though that knew about it and you kinda had to watch your words around them?
0: Yeah. Yeah, like you guys can tell me if I wasn't originally here, you know that, right? Like, <laughs> I mean not just you weren't,
1: s- but then your mom said mom and uh your dad said otherwise. bastards. <laughs> Yep, now I'm 30 and have to pay my own bills.
0: Thanks for the anxiety. (laughs) Upon entering the DC universe, he would become part of teams like Heroes, Justice League, Star Labs, Teen Titans, Young Justice, Shadow Cabinet, The Outsiders, and that's it. (laughs) That's actually quite a few teams, though. Jesus Christ. Yeah it's been busy since he since he switched over and universes. from
1: what I remember from doing my little bit of research the Star Labs one had something to do with another crisis where his universe where they kind of took place more in New York than the actual like Dakota as they're mm. trying to make it more DC more realistic and that's when he kind of became part of the Star Labs crew oh okay from what I remember I don't, I'm not even positive on that one either but
0: and there's a lot of teams here. I will be honest with you. The only team on this list I do not know whatsoever is um Heroes. I don't know what that team is. I don't know what that's about. Uh every other team on here though, I know uh, except I'm a little curious now cuz now I'm I guess I'm having an aneurysm. I thought the Outsiders were a Marvel team and now I'm going to have to go do my do some research. It's probably
1: like one of those things that have similar names in both comics and universes. Oh,
0: shit. No, no, no. I'm thinking of the Runaways. The Runaways are a Marvel mutant team. Uh, Outsiders are DC and also a decent book and a pretty good movie. Okay. With the Karate Kid in it. <laughs> Anywho.
1: So, uh, there was an interview from the former Teen Titans writer, uh, Jeff Johns where he expressed interest in actually having Static as a part of the team, stating that he really wanted Static on the team, but there's so much red tape that every time he requested it from DC, they said not yet, and so he never got to have him. But later, he said he had plans for the character since Teen Titans Number 1, Volume 3. And eventually, all the obstructions from DC were eventually resolved, and Static later appeared in Terror Titans. When uh, his milestone continuity folded with mainstream New Earth continuity. Oh, shit. Fuck so yeah. that's kind of how he became part of the Teen Titans. I could see that. He was kind of always meant, wanted to be a part of it from the writers. They're just like, are not allowed to.
0: That is, and that interview right there is actually a prime example of a lot of debates and arguments I get with people asking, like, why isn't this character in this movie? Or why isn't this character part of this? Aren't they... I'm like, dude. There is so much red tape sometimes. Based and upon- the movies are so much worse. Yeah, movies get way worse because I had to explain to a lot of people who didn't understand that, like all the mutants, X-Men stuff, was owned by Fox. Therefore, they could not appear. In, like because somebody got mad because you know they were like Scarlet Witch and uh, Pedro. They're mutants. Why aren't they calling them mutants? Because literally, that word is the word itself is owned. By Fox.
1: In that regard. In that
0: regard. And that certain words can be owned in certain regards to where you have to pay the original people. That Actually, uh, You're Fired is a legitimate one that's owned by, I think we all know. Let's forget about the Batman. <laughs> okay, but, you, but just an interesting concept about yeah. how comics work. Now, powers. And yeah, I thought it'd be simple just magnetism and electricity. I mean,
1: most of this we could still cut out because it is all extremely electricity-based. True. So about half of it, we could still just... It's all electric empowerment of some form.
0: He basically has the ability to control electricity and also uh, magnetic fields to an extent. Yep. He can also... Wasn't there a thing on here? He can also interface with technology? Yep. Which... That, that is a freaking awesome power. But no, this just that being able to interface, though, with technology. First off, as far as electric-powered superheroes, that is a unique ability.
1: Yeah, because surprisingly, not many of them can do that.
0: Which makes sense, because a lot of them are just literally electric-powered, electric, powered, electric man- manipulation. But being able to turn ones and zeros into information into your brain... We're leaning on some almost, um, almost cyborgish power at
1: that point. Oh yeah, and he's also got like regenerative healing, which is actually really cool. I found out that, that was mostly found out because he decided to ask himself in the comic of, "Hey, did my my wounds from the battle this morning heal yet?" And that's how it was found out in the comics that he had regenerative abilities. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was just some random thing that he happened to pass on in conversation <laughs> that, from the sounds of it, they never really went in depth on. They're just like, hey, here's this as a little nugget of something he can do. Oh,
0: right, yeah, that, that's actually pretty cool. I also, once again, every powered being fucking regeneration.
1: Yeah, it seems to be at this point. Which, I mean, makes sense because your body's trying to do stuff that it normally couldn't. It's got to repair itself somehow.
0: Actually, accurate. I could see that. Also, you know, with the electric power, maybe nerve endings can be sent information faster to increase the healing. That would make sense. I'm no expert on biology here. Uh, Energy absorption and uh, redirection. Which is pretty cool. Yep. And kind of makes sense having electric base power in that to be able to. Like, like we've said in the past, hopefully be able to absorb the thing that you're able to put out. Right, <laughs> Not always the case, but um, flight via electro, uh, electrostatic uh, disc plate. Which, uh, that's kind of nifty.
1: Which in the cartoon, it was one of his friends that gave him that. Yep. And it remember. wasn't even something he did on his own. And his friend's like, here, throw this little like pizza-shaped disc. Yeah. And he's like, okay, now what? He's like, okay, now you shock it. And it turns into the circle, and that's what he gets to fly around on from then on.
0: It was pretty fucking awesome. Because originally, I think he was mostly just using trash cans.
1: Oh, that's exactly what he was using. Yep. Back in the time <laughs> when, you you know, there were metal trash cans everywhere.
0: I think at some point, too, he actually, in the in the cartoon series, he meets another electric hero who teaches him how to surf on uh, power poles, like yep. power lines. Pretty sure I remember that. Which is, <laughs> that's awesome, Kat. Kind of, electric powers... Can I change my answer from, uh, from Trickster God <laughs> to Electric Powers? Because that's pretty fucking cool. Um,
1: he had some psionic uh, immunity to where he was able to get, away, get around certain people's mind control. and
0: Which kind of makes sense because, um, you know, from the little knowledge I have of the human body, we're basically just giant potatoes with batteries. Like, all the information in our brain, all that power is electrical, electrically-powered neuron zapping. So if you're literally able to just... Probably mess some a psychic's brain up pretty easily. Oh, yeah. That's essentially what the
1: brain is, just an electric-powered potato. The rest of the body is just a cucumber.
0: Oh, yeah. Because of how much water we are. Yep. Which is weirdly insane, how much water we actually are. Uh, keen scientific mind Like we said He's a nerd And an actual Smart nerd Not your us nerd <laughs> hey,
1: Us nerds can be smart too We just aren't
0: <laughs> Okay fair. <laughs> fair 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 <laughs> He's also a Expert tragist, Which makes sense With just all the stuff He has to do He's which pretty is good Definitely
1: at- something That he eventually gets into Yeah
0: that's That's more of a That's more of an ability That you learn Over time Oh it's yeah It's not something You're born with Uh Technopathy, we already covered that. Uh, Regenerative, covered that. Electricity, lightning, empowerment. I'm assuming that's uh, because I've seen him do it in the cartoon and in some comics. He can basically, yeah, it's like his uh, power absorption that. but But he could also theoretically absorb like a lightning storm. Which, whoa, damn. Watch out. Uh, magnetic powers and you know that kind of goes with him being able to ride on that disc and uh, yeah he can control metal he's basically a pseudo magneto because I'd say magneto's ability is far more fine tuned oh yeah but still still impressive though to have all these electrical powers and be able to manipulate metal
1: and his only major weakness is you know the stuff that's non-conductive yeah which I was reading on and I guess stuff that's made of void is his Hardest thing to deal with,
0: I could see that because um, shit. I think I was watching something. The amount of electricity required to travel through wood would would fry the wood. Oh yeah, like before before it really did. It got to the other side. The wood would be crisp. So I could see wood being a difficult thing for him to deal with, and yeah, just kind of any metal that isn't conductive,
1: which I feel is you know pretty impressive for the amount of abilities he actually has compared to how tiny his weakness list is it is cuz his kinda, only real weakness is non-conductivity
0: yeah and even that with enough electricity you could fry through it eventually eventually like you don't even necessarily if, have
1: to but if you're putting in that energy you may never be able to
0: true true it depends on how much energy output he can yep. give himself which but i we've i've seen in the cartoon and in the and in the comics he can put out oh yeah some power
1: uh, a cool. lot goes into how much is like you know, how much can he do? How much time does he have to do it? How
0: thick is the enclosure? How like, much energy has he already put out? True, there are a lot of factors. Doable, but yeah, it is. It is definitely doable. As far as a weakness, though, it's not the worst weakness out there.
1: And that's pretty impressive. That's really his only weakness.
0: Yeah. Besides, you know, maybe just yeah, you know, just,
1: normal things that would hurt a human, but. Still like, But even then he can heal pretty... from
0: most he can he has decent healing in that as long as you can keep the blood in.
1: Not if he doesn't
0: die.
1: It'll <laughs> <laughs> only kill me if I die. <laughs> yeah, exactly. all we got left really are the appearances.
0: I I wanna read this last power. I I, I wanna try, try to read this last power. Manipulation of su- Oh, subatomic particles. <laughs> <laughs> No, he can't shrink himself in that. He can manipulate subatomic particles, which kind of comes with.
1: Right into electricity. Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, yeah. I just, I just seen that. I'm like, what word is that? (laughs) I need to say that out loud. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Now, uh... oh, yeah, and then damn manipulation. Okay. And now to his appearances. Which,
1: after going into the wiki and seeing it, it's sadly extremely limited. Because he's only been in three shows, one his own. He's been in, I think it was a pair of episodes in Justice League Unlimited. Yep, two and that episodes. Was it. And that was his 50-year-old version. Yep. Because it was some, I don't remember exactly how it all worked out, but it had something to do with a, a portal of some kind. Uh, it was
0: a guy going through time to steal things that wouldn't be missed, and then something happens, and he starts... Fucking the timeline. Well, I mean so, that's what happens
1: when you mess with the timeline. Yeah,
0: originally it wasn't supposed to fuck with the timeline, but then something happened sent him going crazy. So oh. Batman and Green Lantern have to deal with him and they meet the future Justice League. Yeah. Which Virgil's on.
1: Okay, but anytime you mess with the timeline, there is no non-messing with the timeline.
0: Yeah, very accurate, very accurate. You are taking it it's the, you know, flutter of a butterfly, and even taking something that you feel as though it won't be missed. You're taking atoms from this world.
1: Yep. And you're changing outcomes of something. Yeah. And then he was in a... I couldn't... I, or I didn't want to go through and try to figure out out of this paragraph they had written. He had a small handful of episodes in Young Justice.
0: Yep. Uh, that's when they, uh, the Kree
1: Yep. come in. But yeah, they'd go through, they'd give you the, the title of the episode, then they'd go through like a three or four sentence explanation of the episode... <sighs> And yeah, I found at least three episodes in that paragraph, but I didn't want to keep trying to read the paragraph just to find an episode count.
0: I don't blame you. I would. I would just handful. say he's in the second season and he's in the third season. Yep. Third season, less, but second season he so hasn't.
1: I, m- I think in total he only had like five episodes.
0: Yeah, but still, yeah. It is what it is. Uh, but yeah, he's in the second and third season. Go watch it. It's a good show. was an amazing show. And we're all sad that it probably is just done.
1: And then in film, he had a non-speaking cameo in Justice League War. He was somewhere in the background of one of the shots. That was what? it. Yeah. And then ah. currently... While it still doesn't have a release date, there's a collaboration between DC, Warner Bros. Pictures, and Milestone Media currently in the works with Reginald Hoodlin and Michael B. Jordan producing their live-action version.
0: Shit, fuck yeah.
1: And somebody got added on, I don't remember who it was, but somebody got added on as a writer just this year. Oh. So there's still no actual release date or any real news on it.
0: But they're working on
1: it, which... And hopefully I'll... it stays.
0: Yeah, hopefully.
1: Because he did have another cartoon movie that ended up getting canceled, but I don't remember what it was.
0: God damn it. We, we gotta get him out there. I like Static I like Static I'm already pissed off that we lost the Cyborg movie. I refuse to lose Static.
1: <laughs> then, Unfortunately... If anything's based like his video games, he's not going to stick around long either. Because he, he was set to have a game on the Game Boy Advance handheld in 2003 by Midway Games. But it was canceled. Um, he did have an appearance in one of the downloadable contact packs of DC Universe Online called Lightning Strike. Along with other Teen Titans. He is a playable character in the mobile version of Injustice Gods Among Us. And again, he was supposed to appear as a playable character in Justice Two, but was later cut. Oh fuck! So unfortunately, he's got a lot of stuff that was supposed to have been. I guess, the- but something happened. Honestly, my guess—he's not a huge character, so they're probably just cutting him out over.
0: Over others, that, others are that have better
1: names or bigger names.
0: I could see that. It sucks, but I can see that. Because, um, I mean,
1: come on, our whole list right there was smaller than most people's just TV section.
0: True. And honestly, I will also just say for this character um, with the Injustice Gods gods Among Us too. I can see why he, I if I was one of the creators, why I wouldn't have been readily available, like ready to put him in there is because how many other electric-based characters does that game have in general? I
1: don't, remember. I don't even remember the whole list of characters in it.
0: Because I believe we have Black Adam, we have uh, Aquaman, we have... Um...
1: Since, since when is Aquaman an electric-based He actually character?
0: uses a lot of thunder attacks and lightning attacks no, in he's
1: there. He's not technically an electric-based character. He can use them, yes. Yeah,
0: he can <laughs> use, use them, which he uses them a lot in that game. It's because of the game.
1: They yeah. can only give him so many abilities. However, unfortunately, Aquaman does not have a lot of fighting abilities for a game.
0: True, but it's one of those too. Like we we got the Ninja Turtles, and I would have, even as a Ninja Turtle fan, been willing to give up Ninja Turtles to see a kid skateboarding around on a trash can lid. Oh, yeah, and kicking Superman's ass.
1: Fan wise, yes, totally. But name wise, I think is why a lot of his stuff has ended up being canceled.
0: And that's it's one of those like, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing. I, fool, I get the industry, I understand how it works. And that, like we were talking earlier, in that with some of that stuff. And this is a character who I think just deserves more time. Oh, yeah. Than he's been given. And hopefully that movie comes out. Maybe we might even get a show in the future. I, I know I got some comics I got to start reading. I don't know.
1: They're, Speaking of, there was a show also that was set but got canceled. He, like I said, he's had about half of his list is either half actually made or half was cut. Wow, like his list is almost double what we have, but most of it was cut content or canceled shows.
0: Jesus,
1: and I just didn't feel like putting that many cancellations on a, on the list.
0: No, no, fair, fair. <sighs>
1: Having the two for the games was bad enough. That was already... Uh, I mean, not the, in, like, his film, he doesn't really have anything. He really doesn't have any TV, except for his own show.
0: But I will say, uh, from what I've seen, he does have some good comics. And, unfortunately, unfortunately that seems to be his main staple. Which, there's a lot of good characters out there that, yeah, they That's all they really have. Is the comics, but, I mean, as long as the comics still keep getting made, well, they... Clearly, somebody's reading them.
1: I know he made it all the way into the New 52, so it's somewhat recent still.
0: Damn. I mean, I'm sorry, Static, that you had to go through that, but, yeah, you know. Yeah.
1: everybody's sorry that anybody had to go through that one. Yeah.
0: The best that can be said about the New 52s is they made Wonder Woman less skin-showy. That's the best they can say.
1: Yeah, it was a rough, rough go.
0: So, yeah, just let that sink in. But um, as far as the character, though, I I learned a lot. Uh, yeah, um, we, we covered some odd subjects here. Uh, some, I guess, tough subjects. And the show and the comic never were afraid to shy away from tough subjects, which is an artist I respect. So what do you think, Joker?
1: You a fan? Oh, yeah. Definitely was. Enjoyed the cartoon as a kid. He's he a fun character. It's interesting to see and as an adult is definitely nice to see a character and show and comic that did deal with those subjects at the time
0: true at the time it was very taboo and you know what? I'm a fan too for anyone that's still listening if you got something out of this enjoyed the episode or even liked the character before from a movie comic cartoon hell even that t-shirt that you saw one time you're a fan too you want to jump on this train? Why not subscribe and share with a friend? Dig Rail out. Y'all keep riding them rails.